Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jungle Podcast, where I discuss the depths of life and mental health. I'm your host, Jaron Woodard, and you know, I got the Chicago Bulls colors on today because, you know, this episode is inspired by the Last Dance documentary on Netflix. Now, this episode is 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 tailored mainly toward all my Hoops fans, but I'm sure the rest of you will get the get the same message. So be sure to subscribe to this channel if you're looking for a podcast to help you get through the struggles of life. If you're dealing with depression, anxiety, or loneliness, the Jungle Podcast is the safest place to be. And you know, today I kind of want to talk about uh, going through things and, and getting the help that you need. And also on the other side of it, being the one to to be that that help that somebody needs. So, you know, depression can be kind of decapitating sometimes and we got to find different ways to to feed our mental health staying busy working out taking up a hobby things of that sort you know over the past week or so I've been I've been re-watching the documentary I'm a documentary guy you know I'm inspired by movies I'm inspired by TV I'm like a visual learner I guess you could say as far as inspiration comes I get most of my things through like YouTube or or documentaries or even movies but I was just watching the documentary on Michael Jordan's career called The Last Dance now it won't be a cliche discussion about how Jordan is the greatest or or if he's the greatest of all time I want to talk about some of the outside factors that really pushed MJ to be what he is a six-time NBA champion and for the people that don't know or if you have not seen a documentary you know Michael Jordan he was a he was an athletic force coming out of college and, you know, he entered the league and immediately made a significant impact on the Bulls team. His first nine years in the league, he he, he led the league in scoring seven times. So that kind of, that kind of paints a, a picture. But I can paint a different picture of MJ for you. You know, his draft day interview, you know, he kept saying that. He kept saying that he wanted to be, he wanted the Bulls organization to be respected. And I just want you to think about the passion that you have to have, you know, in your heart about a losing organization that you've never even played for. And, you know, he knew accolades would come with the respect. He knew, you know, that championship, he knew championships would come with with it if he strived for respect. And he wanted, you know, he wanted teams to see the Bulls on their schedule and to know that this isn't gonna be an easy game. You know, and the thing about Mike in his younger years, he could always lead his team to the playoffs. He was always, you know, winning dunk contests, scoring titles, as I mentioned before all-star games the whole nine yards you know but he can never get over the hump of getting his team to the finals and it is his eastern conference was tough you know it was either larry bird celtics or the infamous bad boy pistons who by the way had zero respect for the bulls as an organization you know they they played them dirty they, they just had no respect for him and you know jordan cycled through coach after coach, teammate after teammate, and they all kind of had the same philosophy, the same mindset, which was live and die by Michael Jordan. And the Bulls front office knew that, you know, if we want to win a championship, we're not going to win playing this type of basketball. So that's what led them to bring in coach Phil Jackson. And initially, Jordan ain't have love for Phil like that. Phil wanted to be, Phil wanted the ball to be passed around, you know. Phil wanted it to be more of a team-oriented game. And Jordan wanted the ball in his hands, you know. Jordan wanted to put up 40, 50 points and still win. And I just want to take it a minute and say this is this is like us in everyday life. We have people or, or resources that come into our life and 
you know, we ignore it or we defer, defer it. And we stop ourselves from winning rings because, you know, something different comes along or something that we're not used to. But little do we know, it's for the better. You know, we feel like we have to put the weight of the world on our shoulders when in reality, we have people, we have resources that are on our side trying to reach some of the same goals. And it wasn't until Michael Jordan bought into the fact that no matter how good I am, no matter how many points I score, I can't do this by myself. And a lot of us have that young Mike mindset. We feel too proud to extend our hand out for help or, or we feel too good to understand that you can't go through the struggles and losses of life alone. And some of y'all don't even go 100%. You know, some of y'all, y'all won't take no help and you only giving 50% of your effort. And you know, if that's what God intended, if that's how things were supposed to be, you would be on this earth by yourself with no one to talk to, no one to listen to, no one to work with. God put mankind on this earth to work together and fellowship and, you know, have some someone to have your back. And that's why I always say, you know, check on the people you love, call the people you love and, and you know, call the people that's chasing rings by themselves and check up on them, suit up with them on game seven because them people won't always be here. And when it's time for people to go, you can say that you let them know that you was at least there for them, that you at least had their back. You know, a lot of people nowadays are like, you know, I'm not calling them first or uh, I'll let them reach out to me. And we need, we need to let go of that narrative that somebody always has to reach out to you because that's selfish. It's not about you all the time. Maybe they haven't reached out because they're going through something or they're depressed or maybe they just haven't had the energy or the urge to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? But it's so easy to get caught up in the world with your problems, with your school, with work, kids if you have them. Maybe they're thinking like young MJ, like I can deal with this. Or it ain't too hard, or I don't need therapy, or I don't need nobody. But it wasn't until Phil Jackson, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, John Paxson, Steve Kerr came into the picture that MJ and the Bulls start winning rings. You know, and, and since nobody's gonna say it, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. You're not Michael Jordan. I'm not Michael Jordan. And to those of you that know, take a second and think about how good MJ actually was. For somebody to be as, as good as Michael Jordan was at his job, he still needed help to be successful. So what makes you think that you don't? If one of the greatest players of all time still needed help. And that's the crazy part about it is I'm, I'm new to this lifestyle. I was so deep into it. I was putting my mindset on everyone else. Like, oh, he's tough, you know, he can get through that. But everybody ain't wired to deal with things the same. It's not like, it's not that they're soft. It's not that they're weak. They just human. Everybody deals with things in their own unique way. You can't expect someone to deal with things the same way that you do. So instead of judging or assuming that, that you know, they'll be all right, you know, try and reach out, just, just double check and see. And you know, when Jordan realized that if I allow these guys to help me, if I allow these guys to help me out, I, I have a better chance at winning. And I say all that to say, if, if you're dealing with something, you have people here that will listen. There's somebody out there that loves and cares for you. Stop holding the weight of the world on your shoulders because you feel like you're MJ, because you're not. Even if you were, you still wouldn't be able to hold it. You're not weak for getting help. You're not crazy for getting help. Getting help is the first sign of strength in whatever you're going through. So embrace that. Embrace the fact that, that you're not letting depression hold you down. Embrace the fact that getting help may not fix me today, but eventually I'll surpass it. Eventually those championships gonna roll in. Embrace the fact that life wouldn't be better without you. As a matter of fact, embrace the fact that, that you make lives better. When you get help, you're able to look past what you're going through. You know, you're, you're able to, 
look past what you have going on and you'll be able to see how you can help somebody else. Because people that deal with the struggles of life, you know, we on the same team. We are Michael Jordan in our own perspective. And until we get the help that we need, until we change our, our coach, until we get better teammates, we not making it out of the Eastern Conference. And in our East, instead of the Celtics, it's depression. Instead of Detroit Pistons, it's anxiety, suicidal thoughts. If we don't get the help we need, we don't make it to the finals. Where you see past all you've been through and you're able to, to help your team. You know, you have your, you're able to help your team win. And that's when life is good, when you have some sort of perspective. You see what really matters. So reach out to people, show people love. Don't wait until it's too late. And if, if it's you that's needing the help, go get it. At the end of the day, it's your responsibility to get help, to be better for, for, for yourself, you know, for your family. And that's all I got for this episode. If you need anything, feel free to reach out to me at any of my social medias in the description below. And be on the lookout for giveaways. You know, I, I randomly host giveaways from the podcast official Instagram page. So be sure to turn those post notifications on as well. Stay blessed. Look out for yourselves and be you, the jungle.